Welcome to Diacast, home of fun and games. Here at Diacast, our group of six fingers on one hand play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. Listeners, we have come to the end of another season of games, so we have a review episode for you today, and we have a lot to get through. My name is Lukey, and this week's question is, which character did you most enjoy playing this season? And I think mine would actually have to be um, Erissa Star from Monster of the Week. Oh, yeah. Because um, Ah. I I like Monster of the Week, and I liked that I got to be a fairy changeling. And also, um, I would have loved to play around with her more, actually, because there was the concept with being a changeling (laughs) of... um, that you have like an emotion where you get overwhelmed. I can't remember what exactly, but basically I described it in her character description as she's a joy junkie, like mm. she's adi- yeah. addicted oh, yeah. to happiness. And like that was such an interesting thing to play with, even though I didn't get to like really play with it, but still I just found her a really fun character to be. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. She was, uh, she was fun to play alongside. Yeah. Well, cause I everything agree. she was doing, she was trying to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes failing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hello, my name is Matt, and I think my favourite character this season has been Jethro the Vague, Wizard of the Cheerful Some Herb. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I just really bonded with him. He was a great fan. <laughs> I feel like I want to be just like him when oh, I grow up. I think you already are, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm working on it. I'm working. You just need about six more husbands, right? And then... We know some eligible idiots. Give him time. (laughs) (laughs) I love eligible idiots. They're absolutely (laughs) my type. Now there's a band name. Eligible idiots. (laughs) Jacob. Who's next? Oh, ah, that's me. Hi. Hi. My name's Jacob. And for this season, I think my favourite character was... uh, This is the point where time has has wound its wounds. I can't remember either of their names, but it will either (laughs) my character from Paranoia or my character from Uprising. Quasimodo in Uprising oh, yeah. and Quasimodo yeah. you were Jan. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh good memory. And yeah, both yeah. of them for the same reasons, which I've got basically just to be a traditional murder hobo Yay. and just cause lots of explosions <laughs> and carnage. Do you want to do you want to know in both games I gave you a grenade yeah. launcher. <laughs> in both games I think I tried to take it off you as well. <laughs> and Jacob, guess what Peter's got you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need to open it real carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, after this recording, sadly, Jacob is no longer with us. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, I think on balance, yeah, honestly, I can't choose between them because on the one hand, I got to do more explosive stuff with Cosimodo, but then with Jan, I got, I think, my best, uh, legitimately, I think it's one of my best player moments was when Luki's character was like, um, it's stuck. And I went, okay, stand back. And they went, what? And I blew them up. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you, if we're talking about peeking behind the curtains, I did have to take like a five minute break when I was editing that episode because I was laughing too much. Yes. <laughs> that whole sequence was just that, fucking that funny. Was so like, fucking so funny. <laughs> I told you to stand back. I was crouching. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's me. Perfect. Hi, I'm H, and I think my favourite character was Laurent, the armager as well, in uh, Uprising. Uprising. Yes, that's the one. I keep wanting to say paranoia, but I sadly I wasn't in paranoia, because I get freaked out (laughs) by being supremely paranoid. Uh, I might have been, though. (laughs) Maybe you were friend computer all along. But yeah, he was just kind of cool, and I didn't get to explore him enough, as always, because we're just doing short games, but like, he had green hair, you know? And like, (laughs) metal teeth. It's kind of badass. That is badass. 
Hello, my name is Peter, and my favourite character was Stick It Off and Nelson. <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> Stick It Off and Nelson. Stick It Off and Nelson. Mainly as I got to do that voice, <laughs> and in fact couldn't stop doing that voice <laughs> for about two days afterwards, because it's just so much fun to say everything. Would you mind handing over the salt? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Mother. How are you today? <laughs> I, I will sign for this package. Um, that kind of thing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sticky Toffee Nelson, and just and just I I absolutely loved just being like the gunslinger in. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my gosh! How have I forgotten the name? Desperados. Yeah. Oh, it was that was so much fun. <laughs> that was good fun, and we have a uh, Helen. Hello, it's me, Helen. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm torn between Tabba. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who, who is, of course, the most important cat in the whole world, and you should worship her. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and is French for some reason. <laughs> and is for some reason is more French than Marie Duvel was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Dr. Charlatan, who had the iconic line of. I can't remember what the iconic line was. He basically was just like, <laughs> Your father's still alive. And someone that was like, then. No, no, he isn't. <laughs> That's oh, what he yeah. wants you to think. Like, oh, yeah, nope. your father's. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was yeah. It was it was a lovely play, but it, I, I it couldn't. Was, see why, no, it was plot. great because you like, were like, "Well, I see that's where him. you're I going." He died six years ago, <laughs> and I was like, "That's what he wanted you to think." <laughs> I put him in the ground myself, <laughs> and he's this, this is a zombie movie now. I still just love your name <laughs> as well. Charlotte, oh, Charlatan. She was a great yeah, doctor. Charlotte she was. She healed everyone somehow. Somehow. <laughs> She was more yeah. effective yeah. than her name implied. <laughs> Don't you, what I you mean, mean, she kind of half invented homeopathy, so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. But compared to the other things at the <laughs> time. A lot yeah. better. Yeah, at least it doesn't do any harm. It's better I than guess. Gwyneth Paltrow, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Not hard. <laughs> so, now that we've had a look down memory lane, let us get into the review. <laughs> Wonderful. So, first up, we have Golden Sky Stories. Oh, yeah. This was so long ago. <laughs> I know. Shall I open with this since I GM? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, what was it I, like? I really enjoyed GMing this. I'm really glad, because I know you selected it because it was out of your yeah, wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you really enjoyed yeah, it. No, yeah, it was, re- it was really nice. And just, I mean, that's at least mostly down to this group, because you lot took to it like ducks to water, because this is exactly Aww. the kind of fluffy nonsense that we excel in as a group. Um, <laughs> and I like that you just got, to, yeah, well, I just got to indulge in doing a little rural gay love story with occasional, like, gentle menace at the back in the background with, with the orchard lady. She wasn't yeah. menacing, she was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> she might have been your friend. <laughs> Paquetta wasn't so she sure. She was my like... lady friend. <laughs> yep. Um, and I remember being quite impressed with the mechanics as well. That, that I, yes. I quite enjoyed them and how the various powers fed into each other. That was quite nice. I liked that. I feel like the way that the mechanics worked in that game 
is probably the way that belonging beyond belonging is supposed to work quite similarly. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I did quite like the starting out the game with like the connections to each other character nice. was quite a lot of fun. Mm. I mean, I played I played the great rabbit Mackie and invented the game of does this break? <laughs> the <laughs> does answer it, no, is does this come off? <laughs> yeah, no, Jacob got it right. And yeah, the follow up game off? does this go back on? <laughs> <laughs> Inventor of the mechanical mochi. Uh, yes, um, Mucky Mackie. I mean, the rabbit was quite fun uh like there was stuff like you could just you, you had you, you basically had like a buff you could give someone else but it was a friendship buff yeah and it was a friendship buff in the form of cake which well it's, it's very warm it's very fluffy yeah it was fun to do this kind of thing i think one of us had the ability to fry all electronics which i found quite funny <laughs> that was matt that was matt <laughs> I had that ability. I completely. Oh, I did. You I used did have it. that ability. <laughs> you used it on the adults. Yeah. 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 yeah I'd forgotten about. It. We did a power yeah. cut, didn't we? Like, yeah. What animal were you? I completely forgotten that. I can't remember. You're a dog. Oh. A tanuki. I was Paqueta. A tanuki. Raccoon. What was I? Yeah, a raccoon dog. Uh, a, a, a raccoon. A raccoon yeah. dog, which is a, a raccoon. different animal to a raccoon. Ah, uh, and also uh, not a dog. Yeah, I was a raccoon dog. Yeah, neither yeah. a dog nor no a dog, raccoon. Not a raccoon. <laughs> Wait, why is it named like that? Oh no. It's like the bullfrog and the. Turtle dove. The red panda the... being like a fox and mm. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the crab-eating seal. They that... don't eat crabs. Oh, they just oh, did you know that? Huh. They don't eat crabs. They eat plankton huh. and krill. They eat krill. Is this like, <laughs> like, a constant to... annoyance in your life, H? No, I just learned it in Ologies, another good podcast, and was like, what the actual hell? Why? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I liked being a bird. I like being able to be like, a, a child with like no inhibitions <laughs> who's not really yeah. sure what they're doing and is just like I think sorry go on no sorry. just like no carry on I didn't really have an end to that sentence to be honest all, all of, I was just jumping on that point I think also I quite liked wasn't a mechanic thing so much as like a setting thing but it was quite fun to just role play yes. kids mm, yeah that was quite a fun challenge and I really enjoyed it like we did it again with kaiju girls um but like slightly older but yeah like, but like slightly dip that yeah. was like playing teenagers which was fun but that's like closer to adults yeah. you can kind of get away with there's a lot of like teenage media you can riff off don't get me wrong I fucking loved kaiju oh, girls yeah. as well but it was interesting to try and role play like eight nine year olds and see if it worked and it it felt fun. Like I like that. You can just like you can tell the dumbest lies like oh those aren't my wings that you can see it's that I've got a frog in my rucksack <laughs> yes, uh, that's making okay. my bag <laughs> jump around. <laughs> yeah, it's like kids have different priorities yeah. to teenagers <laughs> and adults, and it was quite fun to riff on that. Uh, Helen, we haven't had your take. What's your hot take on? I mean, I, this was one that I didn't really enjoy as much. And I think part of it was because the way the gameplay turned out, all of you were that little bit younger and were a group. Mm, and yeah. then my character mm. was on my own. So I didn't really... I think if we'd played it for longer and if it had been more of a, you know, sort of long haul game, yeah. then I would have had more interaction with all your characters. But because mm. I didn't get that side of it, yeah, it just, just wasn't one of my favourites. Yeah. I just, just The downside of being the haughty aloof character is that you might not get the same connections to the cast that everyone else everyone else did. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. I did Excuse I did me. like You were all meant to worship me. <laughs> we did, we did. Don't worry. We did. My literal thing was that I'm irreverent. It was hard. Like there was an arc there, but we didn't have time to fulfill the arc. I'm sorry. We could have grown as such close friends if only we'd had more time. If only, if yeah. only. We needed to get trapped down a well together and have to cooperate to get out or something. Like, so that's what needed to happen. Learned from each other's differences and yeah. grown as people. Animals. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Go to shake hand and then end up having a hug, that kind yeah. of thing. <coughs> I, I've looked up the character sheet because I uh, I used a I used a Word document 
because Ooh. I couldn't find a form fillable one. Um, it's Peter's character it's, sheet it's review. My character <laughs> sheet review. Hey. It's it's quite nice. It's it's very friendly. Yeah, it's just very. It's a very friendly character sheet. It doesn't have space to write. You you write your powers, but I would, will know it doesn't have space to write what the powers are. But yeah. something I will say is I think that so long as you kind of know where they are, you should be able to look them up. And it was quite a simple playbook as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. it was. It was it, it it was surprising. It's also got really cute art in it. If you can actually find yeah, if you can find the Golden Sky Stories playbook, absolutely look oh. through it because it is gorgeous. It really is. The town map at the back is worth the price of admission almost by itself. It's so um, cute. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two final things I'd like to say from a GM perspective. Aww. One, just having... I feel like this was an episode, this was a game where we all got the most into character. Mm. You had the strongest characters and strongest characterization for your for your folks. And two is that those um, mechanics adapt really easily to other settings, and I can see the potential mm. of the of that system to be adapted to other more adult or more um, or to different genres. In fact, there was a point where I basically did a vampire the masquerade hack. Ooh. Oh, hmm. oh that would be yeah. That, I mean, because I the dot that. system and stuff would work very well, and but yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was like you could map the essential thematic components of Vampire Masquerade onto the four stats from um, from Golden Sky Stories really easily. Mm. Yeah, like I suppose, like just again, final sort of things. Like speaking as somebody who sometimes struggles with rules that are a little bit take a minute to wrap your head around. This was one that, like, once I got my head around it, which didn't take that long, it was super simple and, and nice, easy to use. I was a big fan. I thought you were going to finish that sentence. Speaking as someone who struggles with rules. <laughs> Such I mean, a rebel. If it was me, I'd waver the rules. Uh, <laughs> I'm not but, uh, but no, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. It was a good structure, but left you plenty of room to kind of move around and develop. I GM this one. Yeah, we got to do our American accents. We put on our best American accents that I. We were meant to be like what, what was it from Appalachia, Appalachia, Appalachia. Our friends at Gaze of the Round podcast said that we weren't that terrible, so you know. Oh, oh they're being very polite. <laughs> I'll take that. Because <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure that the accents we did, yeah. if they were close to anything, it was maybe Southern American. Yeah, Maybe. I have no idea what we were doing. Yeah, the, the, yeah Texas we was about as cl- was about as identifiable as mine ever got. Via at least yeah. one hospital <laughs> ward. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, I chose this game because it was more small and community-based. I think in our first season, we had so many big epic games. Mm. Yeah. We had sort of, you know, long-form games and vampire masquerade and lots of big things. Um, so when we were picking games, I wanted something small and cutesy and, you know, and uh, it just ended up being right after the other small and cutesy game. So we <laughs> had a small and cutesy start. But yeah, um, yeah I I mean, <laughs> I, I enjoyed GMing it. I enjoyed the fact that all of you came out with some interesting, like, different characters and the way that you portrayed your characters. I love that we had a, a deaf character. Yeah. I love the fact... I've been wanting to do that for a while. ...that the Wellmans... Yeah. Managed to independently make the same character at different ages. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Of course. Because uh, you both sent me your characters independently, and I had a field day. I looked at them and was so happy. 
Aww. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, the do you want to tell them so they can change? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we basically built the same person. One of them has a, likes humanity slightly more. Yeah. One of them is slightly younger. Yeah. One of them has a shop and one of them has a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Oh, I li- yeah, I did like that it was, you know, it was small town. It was people just doing ordinary things to help other people. Yeah, it kind of did what was written on the tin. And then was... a spontaneous Scooby-Doo mystery at the end yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, did no, spook say... me. I'm going to say my, my plot, the plot I had did not at all in any way, shape or form involve the ghost story. But you guys went so off piece. That I was what? just like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, no, my uh, my original plot did not involve that at all. So how did really? I assumed that that was your plan yeah, all along. No, that was your original. The, the second you guys, uh, the second we we split up and had half the party go into the forest, I was like, well, we're out of time. We're not going to have time to go find a lost animal in the sewers, which is actually a secret monster. And then you have moments of bonding. You have to make <laughs> tough decisions. So wait, was that going to happen? House instead. That was the original plan. Yeah. Aww. Oh. Oh wow. So some animal just drowned in the sewers. It was still though. pretty Scooby Dooish if it was a secret monster. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it was just the the irony mm. that afterwards you were like such a great you know horror story, and I was like, ah, I can horror on the fly. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you can. Turns out you can. Miss Dana, yeah. why is your yeah. house haunted? <laughs> Miss Dana. Miss Dana. <laughs> Miss Dana. <laughs> oh, that was he's come to play. Oh, oh. fucking ah. hated that. Oh, yeah, why was, the, why was the bath filling and unfilling itself, though? Because I got something wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I forgot. <laughs> I was like, oh, darn it. Now I need an explanation for this. And I was like, screw it. I'm not going to have an explanation. There is no explanation. There's just a ghost. Yay. Yep. A ghost. <laughs> I do have the feeling that Carl Switchback and I both dealt with a ghost story of, let's just run away from here and pretend the supernatural doesn't exist. Let's <laughs> Pretty <stop>. much. <laughs> I could explain everything else and then it was like just kicking myself. Oh, I know. Because the reason was there was never meant to be a bath in the first place. The bath wasn't meant to be full. Oh. But I forgot that Etch was deaf. That was that was right. Yeah, and then it was visual. meant to be like mysterious tapping sounds. And then it didn't work because Etch couldn't hear mysterious tapping <laughs> sounds. I tell you, it was an interesting exercise because like so many it horror was. tropes are based on audio. Mm. It was interesting being like, hmm, I've got to be really on point that my yeah. character doesn't accidentally yeah. hear something. Well, it was great because yeah, it, like, it really yeah. made me stop and think of well, why am I saying this? What am I actually saying? And does it make any sense? Mm. Yeah, totally. Because I literally, initially, I'd, I'd wanted to play like a deaf character for a while, just because you know, I got deaf family. It's nice to kind of to have that repped. Mm. But like, I was thinking when I came to this, like, this is an ordinary setting, so it'll just be an interesting experiment to see how like an in a real life scenario a deaf person will be included in the struggle. And then you dropped me in a horror film. I was like, this is a whole <laughs> thing I was not prepared for. <laughs> As okay, it was- turns out I'm pretty well adjusted because a lot of it is to do with like random sound cues. And I'm, yep, say- that doesn't phase me. I'm just like, wandering it, around. It, you made it. You made it difficult for me at many points. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. You just weren't. You weren't afraid of anything. And yeah, so uh, a, a side effect of that was that we had a surprise uh, bathtub filling because I needed to think of something spooky quickly, <laughs> and uh, that's where my imagination ended. You styled it out. It's fine. Nothing speaks Helen harder than a full bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> no! Ah, water! Uh, this didn't have a character sheet, so... This. Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, for all, the, um, for all the, the horror story segment was completely off the cuff, I edited this episode, and it all completely hung together. Mm. I, I didn't have yeah. to cut 
anything really there were no loose ends that i need to like oh it was hot or hide that we had a wonderful little like the you know you said the the bath was um improv but um the fact that we had the little the double fake out that it's like oh it's a haunted house oh no wait Mm. she's just deaf oh actually there is a ghost Mm. (laughs) yeah that was really well done. It was really well paced. And also, on a yeah. personal note, I think Hank going up the stairs to shotgun the door and then coming back down the stairs very quickly was the runner-up <laughs> for my favourite thing to do in character. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. that was oh, great fun. I will say, one thing I liked about this is that the, the way harm worked. Yes. So your harm yes. wasn't just physical harm. And I tried to actually reduce how much physical harm we had. I wanted it to be more variety so your harm was you ran out of fuel your Mm. harm was you know you knocked something over oh yeah 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 (laughs) it's like an inconvenient problems and i see how that works with regards to like what the game's designed for as well because like physical harm like the game's all about community right so if you get hurt it's fairly easy to get you just go to the doctors whereas like harm in this context means like a scuppering of plans that might be physical but might not be yeah so that i see how that mm. works it's a nice idea i mean it can be physical but it can also be you know you, you lose money or your house burns yeah. down the cakes are burned yeah yeah the fate's ruined don't like... you dare big billy would never burn a pizza Pink Pilly's authentic Italian pizza and office supplies. (laughs) It's a great shot. Gary, it was Gary. Oh, Big Gary's it was, wasn't it? Big Gary's. Oh, yes. Big Gary's. Staples Uh, in your stuffed crust. Oh, and then the fact that we had the Chinese and plumbing supplies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Authentic Chinese and plumbing supplies. Ran by like little Larry or something. I now have the mental image of somebody cutting a pizza with one of those like paper guillotines. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yes. Boy, would that not work. (laughs) Basically just a big pizza wheel, but with more steps. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yep. yep. Let's let's not continue this thought. (laughs) Um, I do love Mm -hmm. that Jacob and Peter's first thought when we were like, the town is flooding is, we should run into the forest. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you track track down down a bunch of townies who didn't know? You invented them. (laughs) You did invent the townies. We did invent the townies. Oh, we did invent the townies, yeah. (laughs) I I did love that I was like, how will you protect your neighbourhood? And you were like, let's protect this entire town. (laughs) I'm going nowhere. You've got the spirit. Yeah, Cole Switchback's Outback Camping Shack has been doing yes. wrong. Is he needs people to buy? He'll go <laughs> under otherwise. Aww. It's also uh, an episode where we, I think, we use the word sandbag the most in any episode. I, I mean, that's not surprising. bag clear. I'd be surprised <laughs> if we used it in any other episode. Ah, uh, you Glad wait. I know they're pretty useful. Yeah. yeah. Sandbags. Mm, that's going to become an in joke, isn't it? <laughs> so next we have Untitled Ghost Game. Yeah! <laughs> which I played with the boys. <laughs> Because we had a, a week where uh, H and Helen couldn't make it, so at the last minute we were like, let's find a game we can play between us. Ooh, this looks fun. So I'd like to go first. Yes, go please yes, do. Go. Uh, so, so given this was like a last minute sub in and we hadn't really intended to play it, this one is, <laughs> is a front runner for one of my favourites we've so ever played. Fun. I fucking loved this game. And like, granted, I think it's like we were like, like we were on four. We were hyperactive right? we were as hell. but also i think like the game is super like well designed it's like simple but like the mechanics work so well i love that you're not playing 
one character, but you're all kind of working together yeah. to tell you're just a doing story. Doing a bunch of skits. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. playing yeah, yeah, yeah. the main. Yeah, character. you're. Ba- it's just a skit central, isn't yes. it? Yeah, and it. And I think it worked really, really well. It was short. It's definitely one I could see suggesting if I was like an Airbnb with my mates and had like an evening to kill. I'd be like, do you want to? Do you want to tell a little funny ghost story? Yeah. Like, I see how you could also like we did it very, very comically, and it was skits. I see how you, you could do also well, do spooky. it proper seriously. Mm. And do just like a like a ghost kind of like riffing off what Helen did in in our hero neighbors yeah. like just do a ghost story together like I thought it was great I really loved yeah, it yeah because I I keep forgetting because we decided to play it as like Beatrix Potter characters I keep forgetting that that's not part of the setting that's the thing we yeah, that's, chose to that's do not essential. we were like let's create the cutest town where animals live together wearing little jackets. <laughs> Yeah, they're all nineteen twenty, like all little nineteen twenties animals. It's uh, like Sylvanian families, yeah, really cursed, yeah. like, <laughs> quite quite literally cursed. And we were playing an old rooster. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just that his name was Old Woggle. Old yeah. Woggle. Also, like last thing, sorry, last thing I'll say is I'm also a sucker for a collaborative game. Yes. Like, oh. not that I'm anti anti like competitive games, but I love a game where you all work yes. together. Yes. And that was just a really nice example. Of well, because also you're kind of playing, you're all playing together, but you're all playing together against yourselves because mm-hmm. yeah. you're, either the town wins or the ghost wins, but yeah. you're both of them. But you're kind of on the ghost side, yeah. right? You kind of want the yeah. ghost. Well, to you know, they let him, what happened? He froze to death or he, something bad happened to old Woggle. He was a grumpy old miser. I think he just died, but hated He died of annoyance. I think he just like died of just excessive bitterness. Mm. (laughs) pickled himself on his own bile yeah i i I loved this game i loved like coming up with a bunch of different characters i like being amos the the bull and um was it madame larue the peacock lady yes (laughs) we were trying to work out because she was yes she was a trans peacock who had kept her original plumage. Yeah, because you nominated that she was female, but she's a peacock with a massive plumage. Yeah, and then we were like, oh yeah, she must be trans. Born male. Like, <laughs> she's trans, yeah. but she's kept her original plumage. Or, yeah. <laughs> or she, yeah, or or in the peacock world, drag queens are female peacocks who dress up as male peacocks. Which would make and them she drag was She's certainly having fun with yeah, her gender. Yeah, she was doing something anyway. Yeah, she, um, she was yeah. fabulous, is, is what she was. Um, yeah, she was. Yeah. Just to add to the general fantasticness this was very much a game where it's like yeah we just all kind of went strategically feral and it all kind yeah. of worked <laughs> i i love the fact i but i just love the fact that you're in some weird like oh what's it called the civilian family yeah, like civilian, a civilian, civilian family. family's family, world yeah. where mm-hmm. your entire but then they were like running an airbnb yeah yeah but we're also animals. It was the fantasy 1920s. We could do what yeah. we want. <laughs> like, we played hard and loose with chronology. It's like there were Airbnbs, but there was also like a 1920s car. Yeah. And there was talk of like the Napoleonic Wars. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, the parakeet. And, and they went to the Weatherspoons at the end. Like, yeah, oh, I need to listen yeah. to this. Yeah. Wait, it was all the over the place. It was the chaos. Weatherspoons, was it? It, was, no, it, it wasn't. I don't think we ever no, said it, it was. What, it, had, head, it had it kind of been like, like gentrified by a by a city slicker. Yeah, it used to be a normal pub, and now it's a spoon. Very much like in my head, it was a pub I used to work at in Topsham. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was yeah, very yeah. specifically that pub. Oh. Like, I mean, I love this episode. I love c- collaborative. I've done uh, at uni. I did a lot of like improv comedy, and this felt just like the 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 like the mm. when the improv hits hits just right. Yeah, I mean, there were brilliant character moments from us all listening back to the edit this is going to be 
uh, quite a, a egotistical thing, but the, <laughs> the moment I the moment I broke Matt, <laughs> oh, as Dimothy was, clams. Yeah, di- no, it wasn't no, Dimothy uh, clams. Dainty, dainty hemorrhage. hemorrhage da- yeah, no. Yes, dainty hemorrhage on a table. <laughs> My lord! It, like, and just like everybody was bouncing off one another, and he also had the brilliant thing, which I love in RPGs, of like, I think it was a moment of Jacob being like, "Can I make this worse?" <laughs> we were like, "Yes, please." <laughs> yes, please. Like, we were not rooting for anyone here, no. and it was like, like you should kind of be rooting for people. the The only criticism I do have is we sort of did all these things, and then we sort of rolled a dice and went, "Oh, that's buggered," you know. That's- yeah. yeah. Then- there could be some more element of like how mm. what you've done plays into what you roll. Mm. I feel like if this was a live show, it would work well as a live show because you just go yes. to the audience and be like, have we made enough problems? Yes. And they go, yay! And we go, hey, we've won! And, and then everybody goes <laughs> ma- everybody goes mad and puts their shoes on their head. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Listeners, you heard it here first. If we ever have a live show, put your shoes on your head. Oh, no. <laughs> I wonder if maybe, like, in hindsight, maybe we played it slightly wrong is that, no. like, what what we did, well, not wrong, Us. but, like, a way we could have done it differently would have been the way we kind of interpreted it is either the chaos goes turbo if we succeed, <laughs> whereas if we fail, it calms down, whereas really we shouldn't have interpreted it as calm down. It should have gone wrong in the ghost's face, maybe. So mm. there's still chaos, but it backfires onto Woggle. Mm. Yeah. Maybe would have yeah, been maybe. a way to so it's still fu- there's still a funny consequence if we fail. Yeah. Whereas quite often we'd be like, we roll and and it's fine and nobody's spooked and they go home. It's like, oh, okay, let's move on. Like, it was, there was it sucks the wind out of it a bit. Yeah. But that's a minor complaint. Like, I still thought it was great. <laughs> Jumping onto this, my one criticism was, yeah, that we were playing along quite nicely and then it all just kind of screeched to a halt at the end because we had to tot up the scores and, and do like the mm. light side, dark side results and there was two variants and it just all kind of screeched to a halt with yes, some but bookkeeping then the, the spirit of, of an old cornish man came upon me and i did an epilogue out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> did not know where that came yeah. from um, it's an old cornish man <laughs> this was the old cornish man obviously yeah you're, ha- you're haunted yeah <laughs> well <laughs> would have been one of my ancestors probably mm. um i do want to say on the topic of playing this game um so this was me playing with the fellas and this was we recorded this um, around the time there was a. There's always discourse in the community, but this was particularly. I think it was one of Gygatz's sons or something said something. Oh, was this the TSR yeah. thing? Yes. Yeah. So this was around the time when, like, you know, how men in the community act was like coming into the fore again. And I was like saying, well, you know, I, I'm actually quite picky with the men I play with because of safety concerns. Um, but I never feel worried um, gaming with these three guys and no one else. I um, always feel very safe. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for that. Oh, yep. that's very that's very nice of you to say. I'm glad. That, like... <laughs> it is a low bar to cross. But well, yeah, it is a very low bar. There but... was a plate on the yeah. floor and you yeah. stepped over it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it's not just that like I feel safe. It's that I, I feel like I have space to improv um, and like do weird shit and have fun. Yep. So, you know. Yep. I mean, that's why we're here, right? So next we have, I think it's Kaiju Girls. Oh, it is. It is Kaiju Girls. Goldfish in the pond. 
Hey, <laughs> All the hi. fucking goldfish. Oh, don't even get me started, casual girls. Just... This, on the other hand, is when Matt broke me because I just look the, the <laughs> image in my head of Matt going to work in an office where yeah he's doing creative things, but in his head being like I've got to play a Welsh goldfish. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy, and I don't know if it it's... goes oh. further. Can I? <laughs> Can I add to that image that I was sitting in the cafeteria at lunch writing the campaign? Oh. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed Kaiju Girl. Like, I mean, it's easy to like. It was Grant Howitt, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was very, it feels yeah. like it's got him slapped all over it. I just want to check. Try to only do wasn't. one Grant Howitt a season, otherwise it becomes a Grant Howitt podcast. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's easy to like Grant Howitt. He very much like cooks with the same sort of gas that we tend to respond to. Yeah. Um, but I really like this one. Like, it's great fun. I love the setting that we got given. It was kind of all the best bits of like some Gundam animes and like mm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. But I also I really liked how they kind of everything is like a, a boss mechanic. Yes. It's like mm. be it like fighting a kaiju or completing your science project. <laughs> it's like you have to have a certain number of successes to beat it. I thought that was a, a simple, really simple innovation that probably exists somewhere else, but I'd never seen it before, and that was just a fun thing to play around with. But yeah, more than anything, I just again I think you guys brought it with the roleplay. It's very easy to bounce off you guys because it was fun and everyone brought their A-game with their characters and kind of bought into the setting, the kind of the freaking Saturday morning style setting. I'm genuinely still not over your Joe Biden voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Which one? <laughs> the, the one where he like cleared his throat, it was all sultry. <laughs> My Tom Hiddleston. Jesus. <laughs> literally took a breath. Man. Careful, you're going to fluster Lukey again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fluster your Lukies. Uh, easily flustered. They're delicate. <laughs> Very easily flustered. Yeah. Not easily right. flustered, actually. Uh, it's <laughs> just that voice, clearly. Yeah, just that, that voice just made me giggle. <laughs> I did quite like, because it's sort of the end of it, because if I remember, so we did this in a number of episodes. Yeah, we did this in two episodes. And just at the end of episode one, one of a, like, no, it was me who turned into an octopus inside a yep, library. You I did. did. <laughs> we try, I tried to like stuff you through a window. <laughs> yeah, I really did enjoy just the fact that, but the thing is, turning into a kaiju, the level of chaos ramps up really quickly. Yep. Yep. I love the fact that everyone, like, chain transformed. That was yeah. just exquisite. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the stress, stress mechanic, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, oh. and your friend turning mm-hmm. into an octopus is quite stressful. Turned you into a, a moth. <laughs> yeah. Giant what was that? Shark? Is that a pterodactyl? I think it was a giant shark. You yeah. were you're a dizzyingly tall hammerhead shark yeah. with legs. And you hated it because you wanted to be an octopus. Yes, because I was obsessed with octopuses. Yes. Yeah, you had kaiju envy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it, it, I love this game. I thought it was really fun. It had good energy. It had like a really tense fight scene, even though if you think about it too much, it's just like, oh, what happens if you beat me in this fight scene? I turn into a really big monster. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, that's, that's a bit of an advantage. I turn back into an yeah. innocent person and will never get in trouble with anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a personal note, uh, I mean, I know I've already picked my um, my like favorite character, uh, favorite character to play, but I think my single my single favorite moment as a character was as soon as like Jewel of the Fates Underground. Because that's, that's the most yeah, like yeah, yeah. just to feel like so oh, kicking ass. This is amazing. What? Whilst there were three tanks named after the Groucho brothers. I have very niche in cinema in town, yeah. right? I like the Marx Brothers. I know it's dated. Yeah. We can't blame you. <laughs> right. This didn't have a character sheet, so... Wah, wah. 
Um, <laughs> I, there is no review for you, but this game was wonderful, and I would I play loved, it again. I loved. I had fun. Yes, lots of fun. Had much fun. Matt, ten out of ten, jamming. Indeed. Oh, oh absolutely. Thank you. There was a wonderful bit at the end where. I think I think I edited the last episode to this, and there's some sort of plot point that comes up. Somebody says something that, that went against what Matt said earlier. <laughs> that was it's me. just gin it, gin in, gin in the pond, going, "Oh bugger, I've got another, po- I've got another stone." <laughs> oh no, yeah, I know what that is. Basically, it's like the moon. So that when we roll at the start, of the character sheet in it's three like days, the moon your, your big challenge is the moon door is going to open in three days, and then it happened that day. And then we, we progress through the plot, and I forgot to have any moments where like, then you go home and then you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, wait a minute, yeah. uh, oh shit, I got, I guess gin got the date wrong mm-hmm. yeah he know. was like looking at his stones and he went oh bugger <laughs> <laughs> and then he retires with his fish yeah. friend yeah. his boyfriend we get a little fish. octopus we get, was it Taco the octopus takoyaki that is the, indeed the word for octopus yeah Taco. no but and I think like octopus balls but the kind you I know it's fried octopus <laughs> I swear you literally yeah. called them that though no I think hang on did I call it Taco the octopus maybe Sorry. and I didn't make a joke about like Hey there, I'm Taco the Octopus. No, so the other, fish, the other right. one was also a fish, but it was like a bigger fish. Dan. Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan, the Dan, Dan, Dan was the, the koi um, who was his bodyguard slash husband. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an enviable position for anyone to be in. Um, Gin might be my, my favourite NPC I've made he's a good mm, NPC. for a while. <laughs> Got me to say my favourite NPC of yours was Do- Mr. Hanzo? Mr. Hattori. Oh, fucking the ballet teacher and kendo instructor. <laughs> I'd forgotten about him. And I just loved the fact that you did the Come on, get on, play yeah, scrubs. <laughs> and then did the and did the Oh, you must flow through the kendo. That was that was exquisite. <laughs> that was like <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Which game was that in? I don't remember that. That was, that was Kaiser Girls. That was that was Kaiser Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Weapon stance. Mm. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Mm. Okay, yeah. Mr. You didn't go to the PE lesson, did you? Clearly <laughs> not. Sat uh, the side. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in summary, great, great Good fun. Game. Easy to like, Grant Howard. But thank, great. Thank Doesn't you, mean Grant. it's not yeah. awesome. Thanks, Grant. Hey, next, next we have a going dark. Now, I know I GM'd this. I can't remember who else played it with me. It was Peter? It was uh, me, yeah. Peter, and... Um, uh, myself. Jacob? Yes. Jacob. Hey. So this was uh, the first foray into James D'Amato's compiled uh, Ultimate Micro RPG book. It is a very good book of two-page RPGs that are very fun and beautifully displayed. Beautifully displayed. Um, so if you're looking for something to dip into, it's a good choice. And believe me, I will be bringing it back. We are not sponsored. Um, we're not sponsored, but we are friends. Despite our best efforts. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, um, this was another, like, spur of the moment. Oh, we have, like, not everyone can make it today. Let's do a, a quick game. Oh, let's dive into this book. Uh, let me come up with a game on the <laughs> in the next five minutes. I, I set it in a shopping centre that was not Southampton's West Key, but was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you literally like Jacob looked up the floor map plan. Yeah, 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 floor plan. I changed yeah. it a bit. Um, I I enjoyed this. I liked GMing this. I often get like nervous when I GM, but I do like like sort of self creating games, so I don't have to worry too much. It it was fun. I remember playing an idiot 
and yes. this this was my foray into the murder hobo because he had a silenced shotgun. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Which I think is just a hammer. Um, <laughs> but basically, the game went, I made problems and everybody else had to try and fix them. Well, we were trying to save um, the Queen of... No, the, the pr- princess. princess. The princess, the princess, the princess of Svenmark. Yeah, the princess um, of <laughs> Because the terrorists wanted her... Uh, wanted to hold her ransom to force Venmark to join the Euro. <laughs> mm. <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it was it's the most, yeah. most fiscally responsible terrorist we've ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were. What were they they were all the... male models. Mm. They were all. Yeah, they were all like male models on the side. Yeah, all ridiculously attractive. What was because the name you said that you looked for ones who were hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you were. I. I don't know how that joke happened, but it was good. It was uh, I... trying to find a heat signature, and Peter asked for ones that looked hot. <laughs> yes, that's why. <laughs> yes, and then the... it became. So they were the Morpheus Corporation, and <laughs> they were all very attractive. And we had, rather than the shootout at the OK Corral, we had the shootout at the Builder Bear Workshop, which was. Yeah, we did. There was <laughs> yep. a lot of fluff. There was so much fluff. Mm, so much fluff. It was, I mean, it was quite a simple system. It was literally like, what, yeah. four, four different things you could do. Like, you described what you were trying to do, and we worked out which one it was going to be. I think we had, like, because there was a thing we kept coming across where we were like, this isn't quite the thing I'm trying to do, but there isn't, like, another option. But then it's a two page RPG. Like, it can't yeah. be completely inclusive. And, and arguably, books that go on for a lot longer, for like D&D, like, there'll just be rules in there you don't don't use yeah. like i will fully admit i am i've been dming for two years and <gasps> you have i have yeah gas yeah. and i i haven't fully read the the dm the, i haven't fully read the dungeon <gasps> master's guide i bet Peter. there's things in there i should probably should know I was say, it's so long and then there's like four different expansion books yeah, yeah. Peter, i heard yeah. about your game i didn't want to tell you at this point that it was a d20 <laughs> oh, oh no! I've been using a bag of pasta shapes this entire time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to. Yeah. Roll penne. Uh, <laughs> natural tortellini. You've hey. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so Oof. it was engage, evade, apply training, and aid or interfere. And I think there was like some grey area between like engaging and evading. I think or something like that. Mm. Yeah, you could sort of like I'm trying to get away through them. Which, yeah, and there were also uh, times where like you were evading, but you were doing it by applying your training yeah. and things like that. It was yeah, but I, it was a I really quite enjoyed this game. Aww. Um, it's a it's a good little game. Mm. I think it was a sign of a, a good example because because there were fewer of us because we're we're a large cast and with only three players we were able to bounce off each other and a, a lot happened very quickly. Yes, it did. Yeah, like the smallest Sorry. thing would impact everyone. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, Jacob did shoot through the floor. Yeah. It's also yeah. Small note. This is the first first of um what's becoming a running theme in diecast games, which is a sniper sh- sniper rifle that can shoot through walls. Because <laughs> H had one in in um. Oh come Uprising. on. Uprising. Yeah. Uprising. Yeah, I, Uprising. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, this is what yeah. sniper rifles do, is it not? Yes, indeed. <laughs> We don't have guns in this country. We don't know. <laughs> no, but you see, we, we we do know to an extent because we went mad with the um, weapons creation. Yeah. Because yeah. the weapons creation know, yeah. was conveniently loose where you just had a weapon and then you had a skill the weapon had. Yeah. yeah. Or an attribute the weapon had, which is how we end up with a silenced shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I see. And armor-piercing bullets for a sniper rifle. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Nice. I was just say, speaking from the outside, that was one of my favorite elements listening in. Is I loved that idea of like you customize your weapon, yes. but like the sky is the limit. <laughs> like I thought that was a really nifty little yeah. feature. I really liked that. I think I accidentally made like the leader of the Janus Bureau Lizard Lady's sister or something. Like she was basically the same person as mm. Lizard Lady or <laughs> Lady Lizard, whatever her name Lady was. Lady Lizard, Brother. Gecko Girl, Lizard Lady. She was Lady... also a model. Lady Elizabeth Hissinger. Uh, <laughs> her name was not Gecko Girl, and she would give you a demerit for that <laughs> well well uh, there okay. was no character sheet what more <laughs> none, of, none of the games in uh in that book have character sheets because yeah. how would mm. that work yeah uh, it was it was fun it was a good game that would have made it a free page rpg it was exactly. <laughs> too many exactly <laughs> too many pages my one complaint about the the ultimate RPG book, James, is uh, I understand why it's designed. <laughs> if you're listening, I like how you've James. gone from we're friends to James. <laughs> I know you've just had a baby and you're busy, but listen. Uh, Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. However, that, yeah. uh, was literally I fully understand why it's because the the book is designed so that you can tear out the pages. Um, and like take them away which to me is sacrilege why would you do that um so it means that the the game is on the same piece of paper so you can't look at the whole game at once you have to flip back and forth very irritating to me but i understand why Paranoia. Can I just say, I fucking love gaming with Dion. Oh, Dion's great. Yes. And oh, now, mm-hmm. I have to start this off with an apology and a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> very well. <laughs> okay. The thing is, so I watched a very, very successful game of Paranoia done by Loading Ready Run, and that's how I thought Paranoia worked. What I didn't know is that they used a modified version of Powered by the Apocalypse. Ah. So they used a Paranoia... Now, Powered by the Apocalypse has this great success... um, What's it? Success... Success, um, weak success, and fail. Trinary resolution mechanic. There's your your fancy phrase. Trinary. Trinary, as opposed to binary. Oh, you think that's bad? I once came across in an academic paper the word trilemma. Oh, Oh, I've had many trilemmas, though. (laughs) <laughs> I've had so many. Anyway, yeah, that's a word I didn't realize I needed. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> so when I went into this, and the, and the so the guy who ran that guy called guy I can't remember the name of. Um, mm-hmm. it'll come to me in a second. He, a Dale, yeah, Dale. Um, he 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 ran it really really well because basically he made himself quite a good adversary because powered by the apocalypse allows you to do this. Uh-huh. Um, so when, on like a weak success, he was always just kind of like, "And ah, what does that mean?" And um, and he was always like, "So you didn't pass, so we're gonna we're just gonna see how that turns out, if that's all right." Um, and and he was very very good at using things that his players had said, kind of not not directly against them, but sort of sort of against them. And there was a whole bunch of like. Um, he, I mean, this was done in person, and we're done over the internet. So there's a whole bunch of like cards which had like "Tell Dale" on them, mm-hmm. which was his running joke of like there there are cards which just say like "Tell Dale" and they're like little secrets and stuff that he can hand around to uh, screw over people. I came into this, and there was a whole bunch of rules 
written in the 1980s, which <laughs> is the, the the Windows Vista era of uh, game design. It is a it, it is sort of like oh, there's the a golden lot of era. Yeah, 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 experimental misogynists. Yeah, it's quite yeah. experimental, and it's cool, and I can understand why people really like like I I love the world of par- I I love how the world of paranoia is set up. Yep. I I love how people have changed it but getting into the game going i don't i realized i don't understand this (laughs) and it's quite rules heavy and i read through the rules and i thought i'd understood them and i had to read through them again and it was like oh my gosh i'm I'm like i'm dyslexic as it is good god i was just having real problems with them and when you're approaching (laughs) something from one direction and it's like oh by the way this is not how that works so that's my miniature thing however you all made it work really well Aww, I also found out, so I think I called it Icy Cream. Mm. Yes. Icy Cream! Icy Creamy! <laughs> Icy, creamy. <laughs> Icy Cream was the original name for ice cream. Ah. In a, when, it came, when it came to England, I think, in like the 1800s. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Really? It was bef- it was before then because Jane Austen it... starts going on about ice, like you could have ices down by the docks. Yeah, they like called this. it ices. I know that. Yeah, they call... or... Before I, that, I always it thought was it was ice... iced cream. <laughs> before that, it's I. It, no, it was icy cream. Icy I... cream. Which you? I found out on uh, You're Dead to Me, which is... Uh, another, That's another good uh, podcast. A... That is uh, another good just... podcast. Yeah. Let's just talk about all the podcasts we love. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, Not maybe. another D&D podcast. Anyway. Uh... No. I I mean I can't remember how the system worked because we played so many games. Um, hmm. uh, how does it? Is it? It's so right. Remind me. Powered by the apocalypse uses fudge dice. It's the... no, that's fake. No, Powered by the apocalypse uses two d six, and then with yes. pass, weak pass or fail. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And what does paranoia use? So paranoia was like a load of different skills. It was like you had all sorts of different skills. I mean, Some it was it was a very D and D like. We we were on a D ten. Yeah, D10 yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like D and D. Sorry, were we using a D ten? Maybe. I think we were. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, we were using yeah. a D a D ten plus skill modifier. So mm. that's right. Very D and D. I was like, okay, right, I'm I'm going to write basically a little dungeon. But how does a dungeon work in this world? And like all, all, all like the minor challenges and stuff like this, I, I had a lot of fun with, and the and and icy cream, and and I had a lot of fun with this. Dion was a lot of fun. Dion just gets into it. He like role plays with abandon. It's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's the man that doesn't slip character. Absolutely. Once he's in, he's like right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in this to to win whatever my character defines as winning, yeah. and that's always great fun. Yeah. yeah. He plays a um, he plays a sneaky scumbag very well. Yeah, he's very very good at playing like the, the sly one. Mm. I'll just I was just gonna say like I, I hear you, Peter. Like and I'm, but I do also think that like from not having read many of the rules, like it, it played fine. Yeah. Like I had yeah. great fun playing. I didn't struggle with what I was doing or like how to do it. That fairly came natural. Yep. Like I really enjoyed the world. I loved the tone, the, this freaking portly black maser tone we were riffing <laughs> on, 
and I like yeah if we're talking like big things rather than little things like I loved the the whole idea that your character is expendable yes yeah like we didn't get full advantage to take full advantage of Bitch, it like I in died. a short time frame but <laughs> but like yeah like both you and I died like so like yeah. we still had fun leave like, someone to die at the end as well we're like well they can drown in ice cream I think we left Jan to I, 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 yeah I think I, th- I think you aban- I think you lot kind of abandoned me I was somewhere yeah. up in up in like the scaffolding yeah but I wasn't I was I was just saying it didn't quite work for me because the dice didn't quite work but my character very nearly got killed twice by the same barrel (laughs) (laughs) it's like fucking wit got flattened by a barrel she died she got resurrected as a male the male ran in to solve the problem and came face to face with the same barrel (laughs) yeah Yeah, like and very nearly got killed by the same fucking as a listener it was a trip because you were all just (laughs) off the rails from start to finish (laughs) (laughs) were we actually yeah, I, I I edited this one. I had a great fun time editing it. <laughs> I like, haven't actually it, it listened, listened to it really yet. Well. I should. It's it, it came out very nicely. Aww, yeah, no, I need so to go bad. back and listen to this as well. <laughs> yeah. I love it when we just go feral. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's already been mentioned, but definitely one of my moments of the series was uh, <laughs> <laughs> back up a bit. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> <laughs> Dion and Jacob oh, wait, no, stood the, outside. The better bit was when Jacob tried to be like, I told you to back up. And Luca was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you hadn't. She had the receipts. <laughs> okay, give me the receipt. Now give me the mortar. <laughs> you don't have it anymore. You're not allowed to keep it. I don't team lead- Thank you so much for making me team leader as well, Peter. I had so much yeah. fun. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I thought you were the perfect person to handle this. Of course. Because uh, <laughs> the point of paranoia is you are completely dysfunctional and you are sort of <laughs> playing your own game against one another, but in a more comic yeah. sense. It's not throat bitery, it's kind of water fight in a car park. And I think <laughs> yeah, we really went with that vibe. I mean, for any feralness from me, that was because I was panicking because I was like, I don't know the rules and I hope I'm not ruining someone's favourite game. But I didn't. We we had fun. It was Present- fun. Who presented yeah. it as? And also like, it was great. And also a lesser seen diecast boss fight. We don't do that. Yeah. Many. Oh, it was nice to have a boss fight. Should have more boss <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the last thing I'll say, like positive is like I, I take your point about maybe there are more rules than uh than we necessarily <laughs> realized but like this is definitely one of those where like i would if i was looking to start up a longer form mm. game with mm. some mates this would be one i would oh, raise definitely. i'd be like i could see myself playing a longer form version of this and getting into it i try and do that powered by the apocalypse version because yes. that seems interesting so much more streamlined I, the thing is i looked it up I, I was like oh my gosh i was trying to look it up but i was too i was too deep into this one uh, so I was like, right, I'll just stick with what stick with what I got. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, the character. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't use the character sheets. So I can't give a review. <laughs> um, I I did look at it. it. It seemed okay. It seemed very. It seemed like an early version of like the Vampire the Masquerade. It's like they almost come from the same yeah. bloodline, mm. as it were. Hey. Um, hey. Um, hey. I mean, Vampire the Masquerade is getting a battle royale game, and I don't think it's a good idea. No. Anyway, what? continuing. Let's okay. I. Lukey, I have said words you don't understand. No, I There's... understood every one of them. I'm oh, just uh... like, why? I know, it's peculiar. It's a very. You don't think I know what a battle royale is, bitch? Uh... I've got to run away now. Uh... <laughs> hey there, dire listeners. 
I know usually our reviews for a season are one episode long, but we played a lot of games over the last few months and had a lot to say, so we decided to split this one into two. So there will be one more review episode for this season before we go on a break. Look out for part two in your podcast feeds next Friday. But until then, thank you for listening to Diacast. If you'd like to keep up to date with episodes and announcements, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Diacast, and on Instagram at DiacastPod, and subscribe to us on your favourite podcatcher. And hey, if you enjoyed listening to us, maybe consider giving us a rating or review, or sharing us with a friend. We'd really love that. You can now also support us on Patreon, and we would absolutely love it if you could consider giving us just a few pounds a month. Go to patreon.com forward slash diacast to check out the tiers and rewards available. Diacast is Lukey Slynn, Matt George Lovett, Jacob War, Helen, Peter Wellman, and H. Folklands. Our logo and banner art are by H. Folklands. The Diacast theme is composed and performed by Matt George Lovett, and all other theme tunes used in this episode are credited in the show notes. This episode was edited by Lukey Slynn. All games discussed in this episode can be found listed and linked in the show notes. And at least for this week, that's how the Diacast. <laughs>